Hi friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 151. I wanted to base this off of something that you all really enjoyed reading on my broadcast channel on Instagram. It states, a month in reflection, it's becoming harder and harder to be a person who exudes grace, kindness, and love these days because it is so scarce. I value it even more. Currency isn't about finances or followers. To me, it is about how big your heart is and how profound your outlook on life is and how kind are you to others. What do you do each day to help and serve others? Reflect on this and remember, not everyone will be loving or kind. Not everyone is going to meet your expectations. I'm still learning to let go like water off a duck's back. Some will be selfish, rude, manipulative, unreasonable. Be kind anyway. I've learned this is not about you. It is about them. And the sooner that you allow it to roll off, the sooner you can keep being the kindness, the love, the grace, and all the things you have been working so hard at becoming. So there's a lot there. I was not surprised that those of you who follow the broadcast channel, Wabi Sabi on Instagram, are into this shit. I am too, obviously. Uh, It came through whoever works through me, or it came from my heart. I think we should talk about managing expectations today and how to not be so disappointed when people let us down For the past few months, it has felt like I've put myself out into a vulnerable place getting back into New York after five years of not being here. And some people welcomed me back with open arms and in reflection since I'm coming up on my one year of making it back here in 2023, March 1st, my partner and I moved back to New York together. And uh, we have a new cat, Shohei. So new apartment, new city, new life, new boyfriend, new cat, new part of town um, in Greenpoint. It was wild. It wasn't easy. It's not the shit that people post about and how beautiful and fabulous and wonderful it is. I might have seen you at a party or two and pretended to be all smiles all the time, but deep down inside, of course, I hurt. I cried a lot. I was so disappointed that The world was not as it was when I left here at the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. Um, We actually really did real-time track my leave from New York. So you can listen to my exit where I cried my eyes out on the podcast, which I was never afraid to do when I was a few years younger and a little bit more of an addict, I would say. (laughs) I was a lot more vulnerable back then. So you can listen to the episode on Wabi Sabi where I left New York. And, and kind of like why I left. So looking back in reflection, my friend Vinti that I used to work with at Adidas where she was an executive had said to me the other day after we attended a really fun Chiseido party, she said, you know, Candace, I always leave business relationships as transactions. They're not really that deep and they're not going to be really friendship related, if you will, like we're not going to find a deep heart space necessarily because everything is transactional. 
So she protects her heart space by not letting people disappoint her, which is a great way to protect the human heart. So one thing we can learn when we are talking about how to protect yourself and do a year of reflection in your own way from where you were last March 2023 to where you are now March 2024. I think it's important to give yourself credit for the wins that you did have through that time. My expectations were not met when I moved back from LA to New York and I I was so deeply disappointed in so many things and the only thing I can do is blame myself because change is the only constant and I knew that when I returned five years later, things would change. I didn't get all the jobs that I used to get. Some people forgot about who I was. Some people never wrote me back. Some people pretended like they wanted to welcome me back, but then they really didn't care. And I too was so depressed at certain moments that I didn't get back to people either. So I take full responsibility for going inward a little bit too deeply at times. I had written Spirited Audible original, the book at audible.com slash spirited, which is a free download that you can check out now if you're going through your own depression and anxiety. I thought for sure that the Audible book would be crazy successful, and I was um, not meeting my own expectations. So I want us to all go inward today and give ourselves a little bit more credit because the anecdote to feeling depressed or unworthy or lonely or unfulfilled sometimes is expecting too much of yourself. So I often tell my team members, there's no job on set that I won't do. I'll wash the dishes. I'll mop the floor. I'll sweep the floor. I'll do all the prop pulling, putting everything away, doing returns, working with customer service like if needed. I know they know I'll do any of that. I'm happy to do the cleaning and the dirty work. Nothing is above me or below me. I also want to find a place where we can talk about balance today too where if you care deeply and you are an empath you can still set your expectations to a place where Vinti suggests where we know some business is just transactional so if I'm speaking to you today so deeply I want you to remember that it's just business and it's not personal And if you're dealing with people of different backgrounds, different races, religions, cultures, you have to remember that no two people will ever be equal in what they are pursuing. A lot of times people could see you as a threat or they may not actually want to promote you and you would have to find a way to go inward and know it's not really about you. It is about them. And so if you are struggling with this, uh, my friend, Dr. Michael Jarvis has a book called um, How to Not Really Care About What Others Think. The first rule in mastery is how to not care what others think. And he writes about FOPO, fear of people's opinions. And that is what so many of us struggle with. A lot of us have the fear of failure or not pursuing our goals fully because we're so afraid of what other people might think or might do, or what if you fail. So if you're teetering on the relationship or asking him or her out or going all the way in on a business or pursuing a new city or a new endeavor, know this, you will never know your 
full potential until you go out there and try. Try not to think of other people's opinions. Try not to care so much so deeply. I have been publicly wronged by people at times. And I have to go inward and know that this this is par for the course. And I have to figure out a way to say, this isn't really about me. This is just a step towards the next level. Unfortunately, not everybody will write about you or say favorable things about you. And they won't even know you and they'll pass judgment on you. And that is so easy when I'm on the Today Show or Iron Chef or Selena and Chef for anywhere between four minutes to 10 minutes. You really cannot get to know a person. Even if I sit with somebody and have a podcast conversation, they don't know anything about me. You can't get to know a person so deeply on another level until you walk a day, a mile, a year, a lifetime in their shoes. So it's not fair for anyone to say, I know what it feels like to be a black woman. I know what it feels like to be pregnant. I know what it feels like to be homeless, like to struggle with my own, gosh, I guess like I, I, would never say I know what it's like to be a white man. I would never say it, I know what it feels like to be a Latino woman. I just don't know these experiences and I can only listen and learn from my friends and colleagues and family members to hear their side of the story. So part of the game on expectations and taming disappointments and really gaining more knowledge and experience on people in this world is to listen a lot about what others might be saying and then go from there because nobody is perfect wabi-sabi we all know as my friend rico once told me you know people are not robots they will malfunction and i think that they everybody goes through times where you need to give people grace right so that's another thing that we need to think about in this instance Recently, there was also a business transaction that did not go well on my side because I had expectations. And my mom reminds me, you know, Candice, if you can remain positive, it's the best way. Just be positive, okay? Keep your confidence. And I think what my mom is trying to say is that other great things are going to come along and you're really going to forget about this blip on the radar while you're going through it right now. It seems like it's, you know, a mountain (laughs) out of a molehill. But we all do that, right? My partner reminds me that I can make things really dramatic if I want to, or I can make them as peaceful and easy and let them roll off just like water off a duck's back if I choose to. And the way that we are able to do this, you guys, is to meditate and breathe and work out on a regular basis. I say those things because I have time tested them for roughly 10 years. It is funny that we bring up how I used to be on the pod compared to where I am now. I used to cry on the pod all the time. I was highly emotional. I was taking sleeping pills galore. I was partying all the time and drinking and traveling and hopping on a plane and running, not running as in physically running, as in running away from all of my problems. So with that said, I did a lot of self-work because in 2020, 
We couldn't go anywhere. And I was trapped with myself, the person that I wanted to escape the most. And in the end, I did a lot of deep work in realizing I'm not so bad after all. Shit, I can work out. I can eat better. I can stop drinking. I can stop eating sugar. I can stop eating processed foods. I can cook really well. I went to culinary school. I cooked on the line at Roy's in the Ritz-Carlton. I worked at multiple magazines on the masthead as a food editor and also pursued my dreams as a seven-time author. I know what I'm doing in the kitchen. What the fuck am I doing with my life? So I got off of the prescriptions when I traveled. I love taking sleeping pills, no more. I said, I'm only going to drink for celebratory reasons. And although, of course, we could even say my cat's birthday is a celebration, I have laid off on things like that, obviously. I only drink in moderation now, which is like maybe once or twice a month, if that. I also really believe in cooking meals with whole foods in order to stay svelte and lean. I have upped my weights at Bar Method Strength class which means I can actually work out less and save more time because I'm pushing with more cardio and more weights. And I have built more strength in my arms, abs, and legs and my butt. It's not like I want to talk about my butt with you guys, but it has gotten fabulous because of the bar method squats and the weights. So get up there from the threes and fives and get up to the fours and the sixes. Oh, there's a honk outside for the butt. So the thought behind this really is you have everything in your control to change your life. You have the mind power to sit and meditate in the morning so the next time things don't go through the way you want them to with a business friend or family member transaction, you keep your cool and you let it roll off like water off a duck's back. The next time that things don't work for you financially or emotionally, if that guy or that girl or whoever it was broke your heart, remember, I have been there and I too have gone through it and this too shall pass. It is never a permanent state that you will be heartbroken forever. And that is something my hand is on my heart. I so dearly want to share with all of you today is you never ever will feel the depression or the anxiety or the heaviness of your life permanently. It does subside. You can't expect things to always get better if you don't do the work. So just like nourishing a plant, you have to give it water, give it food, give it sunlight, give it nourishment, give it love, and it will thrive. You can't be so naive to think that things will just get better without doing the work. It will subside, but you do have to put in a slight effort. We oftentimes on this pod talk to about my time in San Francisco when I was in the lowest of low as of the last, say, five years of my life. And I can remember not wanting to get out of bed and not wanting to go to workout class, but working out saved me. So when you release endorphins, when you go out and see the sun, when you get your body moving and flowing and you release those endorphins and you get that cardio boost and blood pumping, it can change the way you look and feel about life. Your outlook on life can be changed simply by getting out there and doing things that maybe you don't really want to do. But I can tell you this, when I started volunteering, 
when I go to a workout class and it's 20 degrees outside, which was the last five days I did that, I ride my bike in 20 degree weather to workout class every day. And it always pays off. There's never one day where I say I wish I didn't work out. So do the hard thing. Go out there. Eat healthy. Be well. Work out. Lift heavier weights. Meditate for five minutes longer. Give yourself extra time for sleep. Drink a ton of water. Lay off on the sugar. Try not to have that extra alcoholic night out. Try to go inward. That's what Netflix and Hulu and Max are for now. And my God, there are like 300 versions of 90 Day Fiance now. Juicy. So remember, you have the full potential and power to shift the way that you feel about others and the way they feel about you is personally none of our business. trying to get it so that you guys can hear Shohei purring. He's such a quiet cat compared to Cece, but he loves the singing bowl. I don't know if you guys can hear him, (laughs) but he's rubbing on the mic. What a cutie. He looks cute. He is very naughty. Ah, anyways, we'll save that for another day as well. So when it comes to disappointments, and I know this happens a lot, one of the first emotions that we can have sometimes is anger, believe it or not. And anger is another sign of I'm depressed, I'm disappointed, I'm sad, I'm bummed out. I can't believe this happened to me. He left me and or he never talked to me again. And I have been there. Sometimes you have to take it for what it's worth. And you have to say to yourself, I'm really glad that we had a great time. This too shall pass. And I have to be grateful that it ended on a high note. And if it ended on a low note, well, then easier for you to move away from it. Sometimes ending on the higher note is actually the harder thing to move away from. So be happy that it ended in shambles if it did. It's all about changing the perspective of the mind and the body will follow. But remember, if you have a big empathetic heart like yours truly, you should expect to get hurt, bruised, cut, banged up a little bit more than most people. I do not mean physically, guys, not at all. I mean, just emotionally. It's been a tough time for those of us who have gone through the mental space of compassion and empathy and grace for others. Like I had stated at the beginning of the pod, it's become increasingly harder to be a kind, better, high road, empathetic, loving, compassionate type of person. I can imagine that Mother Teresa would probably have a very hard time living through the lens of, say, social media. And what we learned deeply over the last two decades is From the time that social media came out, a lot of people were looking at the lens of other people's lives and what were other people doing all the time. And comparing your life to others is the thief of joy. Comparing yourself to others' bodies, minds, lifestyles, partying, vacations, who their partner is, the financial means they make, 
All of this shit is not important in life. You can virtually look at life through the lens of you are a good person, you are compassionate, you are kind, you serve others, you care about your job and you like your job and you want to do something good to help others with your personal career and your professional career. These are all things that we should take into account. At the end of the day, you ask yourself, did I do good? Did I help others? Do I really feel good about who I am as a person? Am I making improvements? And maybe tell yourself too, to scroll a lot less. Those people who view social media far less than the majority or the, the average number of people that are watching tend to live happier, healthier, mentally healthier lives. So let's stop with the doom scrolling. Let's get back to reading and let's get back to learning. Because as Mark Cuban says, if you really want to thrive in this life, you've got to have brains, you've got to work for it, and you've got to know your shit. So don't sit around and pretend like you want to do something, go out and do it. I'm telling you right now that expectation and disappointment are part of life. These things happen. I would never trade places with anyone that wronged me. I'll tell you that. That's another way you can look at it secretly between us. You can say, fuck, I wouldn't want to be that person. I'd hate me too. (laughs) I guess it's just a snarky way of doing it. Maybe not recommended for everyone professionally to do that, but maybe secretly in the side of your heart. So if you're like, show hey, my cat, and you're a little bit naughty, (laughs) that could be the secret way. Maybe from now on, we'll have this way called the side way of doing things. And then you can say to yourself, yeah, you didn't hear from me, but you could also say this to yourself. (laughs) It's like my friend Courtney and I in high school, we used to steal candy out of the candy bins at the grocery store. And we always said that if you said out loud to yourself, don't mind if I do, it did not matter if you took a little bit of the chocolate gummy bears or the chocolate almonds. <laughs> Lastly today, some tools and resources for becoming a better person so that you can work through the mental health issues of possible depression, disappointment, anger, grief, resentment, or just plain, you know, trying to get over that hump of the expectations that were not met. So it's important to learn the origin and the etymology of the word expect. So etymology um, of expectation is from the mid-16th century. And it means in a sense of looking out for or to look for something. And... I think when it is not met or you don't see it, that is when one can be disappointed. The word disappointed refers to you in the first place appointing some sort of power to someone through expectation. So when that appointment is not met, you are disappointed. So think deeply about the meanings of these words and where they come from. Usually it is uh, Latin origin and you can look up these things um, 
in the dictionary, obviously, and from Oxford languages. So for tools and resources, I really do love Taraji P. Henson. And I love her site on mental wellness. She named it after her father, who, just like my father, was a Vietnam veteran. And she encourages all of us to take care of our mental health. So for Taraji, I'm going to share this site with you all. She has an interview with Wonder Mind where she talks about wanting to fight for yourself and how she has become a mental health advocate because she also experiences anxiety, depression, and even suicidal ideation. So let's make sure that we talk about these things out loud and we say, I've been through it too and look at me now. I'm still struggling and look at me now. I am a woman of worth and look at me now. I'm doing this and I'm going to keep going because I'm a champion of my own life and never a victim. So she has the Boris L. Henson Foundation.org. It's a great, what she calls a North Star to mental wellness. Please check out her website. It's Boris L. Henson Foundation.org. She named it after her grandfather. And lastly, I want to give one little shout out at the end of Black History Month. We are going to talk about this today very quickly, but also I want to just give you a note of love from where my heart is. Now on the topic of expectations and disappointments, of course, I think my heart was more saddened than anything to hear about my friend Wendy Williams, who I've worked with for over 10 years on in front of the camera cooking and speaking of wellness um, we shot many shows together and we send her family my hands on my heart deep love and prayers of unity in order for them to come together to really support her and to be her guarantors and caretakers for the rest of her life i love wendy there wasn't anybody else that treated me the way that she did with dignity and respect she gave me a platform where she loved me And she always encouraged me to do the right thing. And she often would say to me, who are you dating, Candace? And things like this, whispering in my ear, girl, I know how hard you work. And it was so weird because I was like, how does she fucking know that? It was like it took one to know one, right? So with Wendy, it was so hard to see her dementia diagnosis come so quickly. I want us to remember that a healthy lifestyle doesn't mean doing crash diets and taking medications. It means exercise, diet, mental wellness, laying off of alcohol, and doing all the things we talk about every week. I also have Alzheimer's in my family. I do not talk about it very often because I personally want to protect my family members. But I'm going to tell you this, it is not an easy road after diagnosis. You need family members around you to surround you with love and with health and care, and you need them to really help you out. So do yourself a favor and remember all things that we talk about on this podcast, Wabi Sabi. They are important and they are cumulative. That means even if we're talking about disappointment and expectation, it's still 
going to lead you to stronger mental health. And the stronger your mental health, the stronger your physical health. And when you intersect the two and they finally connect and it finally clicks for you, you're going to be like, fuck, I can't believe that I was such a farmer, former party girl. I'm not, I was not a farmer. I was a former party girl. Sorry, my brain jumbled two words together there like it often does. I'm thinking for us to fight Alzheimer's and dementia together by making better choices, taking care of each other, getting proper sweet sleep, adequate health, eating right, doing checkups. And if you have family members that are suffering from these illnesses, you take care of them. Wendy, I love you. And I never fucking forgot how you took care of me. You were the best host, the most gracious, and you made me fucking laugh. You were a boss, a pioneer, and a strong black woman. And I commend you for pioneering the way for so many of this and opening the door and cheering us on and celebrating other women of color. It was the most beautiful 10 plus years of my career in New York City. I lived here when you were shooting and I was so fucking proud to go on your show. All of my gay makeup artists and hair girls and makeup artists, females, male, all of them. We just died going to Wendy. I took my like friend who is a Japanese food stylist there. I took my, you know, Latino gay makeup artists. I just love them. Of course, we love Wendy. How you doing? It was just a time in our lives to remember. You guys, please do yourself a favor and just watch a Wendy clip on YouTube today. I'm going to leave you with a tiny clip of her and I reminiscing, but I want you guys to know that my mother never asked to say hi to anyone, and the only person she had ever asked me to say hi to on set was Wendy Williams, because my mom probably saw that special friend in her that we all know. Don't forget to share this pod with a friend and leave a five-star review and sign up for the newsletter now, Juicy. Thank you guys for your comments and love love letters. You are so kind. The broadcast channel has a lot of good tidbits for mental health and wellness through the week, so please make sure to follow it on Instagram. It's free. I obviously am not going to charge you guys because I talk shit about people that charge. And (laughs) I... But that's just another way of me saying I'm honest (laughs) and I don't charge you. (laughs) Okay, I love you guys. Have a great week. And that's how you can support the pod too, by the way. Just sign up for the newsletter, write the reviews on Apple and iTunes, on Apple, sorry, and Spotify, and then sign up for the broadcast channel and support. Here's a little clip on the beloved Wendy Williams, and we are going to keep cheering you on from afar And although not perfect, wabi-sabi, Wendy Williams was an awesome woman, lover, and supporter. She was not fake or phony, you guys. I know everyone, and she was as real as they come. Candace is here, and she's got the sushi. She makes by far better than Nobu, better than any of your fancy, fancy places. Like right here at Wendy is the first time that I had Candace's sushi. 
best sushi ever. And she's here. And do you smell? They're doing shrimp tempura. Yep. I had a light breakfast. Two tacos. <laughs> but I'm going to throw down and then take the rest home. Kevin and Kevin don't like sushi, so it's all for me. We have all the proper sauces lined up and everything. I can't wait. Our next guest is a celebrity chef and author of a new book called Kintsugi Wellness. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I'll ask her, give it up for our old friend, Candace Kumai. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, what is kintsugi? What is that? So kintsugi is the art of Japanese golden repair. So if an object is broken in Japanese culture, they believe when you seal it and dust it with golden powder, the object is more beautiful after it's been through a little wear. Oh. Yeah. So Candace does stuff, and we'll get to know her more if you're just watching for the first time. Candace, can I tell you, your sushi is better than the Nobu. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 no lie. Come on, let's go. Well, I definitely learn from the best. I learned from my Japanese mother. So the first thing we're gonna make is a spicy avocado hand roll. Then we're gonna move on okay, to the guys get shrimp, it. <laughs> we need I'll put this on my YouTube for you guys if you can subscribe there and support. God bless you, Wendy. You make us all laugh. Here we go. Have a great week, you guys. I will see you when I see you. Until then, Wabi Sabi.